Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, for those who are familiar with these QR codes up in the top corner there, I've got uh, a little bit of uh, beer me happening. So if you feel free, it is a Friday, go ahead and beer me in the immortal words of Homer Simpson. All right, let's get started uh, with some, uh, actually just some fresh news that just popped into my inbox here out of California, Long Beach, uh, new company it looks like. Campanovo Sports is proud to announce a, a newly established alliance in the world of sports entertainment with the launch of an electrifying new boxing series called New Blood. This groundbreaking series is, is set to debut with its first event on Saturday, September 9th at the prestigious Infini, in, Infinite uh, Reality Studios in Long Beach, California, formerly known as Thunder Studios. So we look forward to hearing more from them in that regard. Now, back to, shall we say, uh, the normal world of boxing, because it's going to begin with Eddie Hearn. Uh, courtesy of my buddy Jake Tiernan over BoxingNews24.com. Eddie Hearn has this to say. He's put a two- to three-week time frame um, what he, when he wants the Deontay Wilder fight wrapped up for Andy Joshua's mega fight in January in Saudi Arabia. Eddie obviously smells money. He wants it wrapped up. Okay, Hearn says if it's not completed within two to three weeks, he could start looking for a fight for Joshua. As you know, he's 26 and three, 23 knockouts in November or December. Uh, but the Saudis are the ones who are negotiating the fight. So if the deal isn't done in the next three weeks, it could be a sign that either Joshua or Wilder are pricing themselves out. Hearn isn't saying who'd be looking to match against Joshua if the Wilder fight fails to materialize, but Tyson Fury would be a logical name once he finishes with his match against former UFC champ Francis Ngannou. Negotiating a fight uh, with Fury could be more problematic, that's for sure, uh, than putting together a deal with Wilder. Or might as well try setting up a trilogy match against Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, we've all discussed this before with respect to uh, who's in the mix over there in GB. Uh, but uh, this is what uh, an American former boxer, now pundit, uh, had to say about Joshua's last fight against Robert Hellenius. Sergio Mora said, It was solid, uh, but shaky six and a half. I can concentrate on the negatives here, but I like to keep things positive. He got the knockout, and he got it in true heavyweight fashion. Across the pond over in Great Britain, Carl Froke, one of their uh, former champs and heroes in the boxing world, said, about uh, Joshua, that performance was awful. It was terrible. It was such a bad performance in so many ways. He was tentative. He was gun shy. He looked like he didn't want to be in there at times. Yowza. Right on. Now, speaking of the heavyweight division, I wanted to bring to your attention a young man, uh, formerly um, uh, from Jamaica, now residing in Canada and a Canadian. Uh, who is in the heavyweight division, who is undefeated, and he's looking forward uh, for his next fight coming up in September. It'll be his ninth professional bout. As I said, he's 8-0, and he looks to build on his momentum. His name is Ricardo Brown. He says, I have a good record, uh, but I need to keep it, uh, so I want to get back in the ring. I'm putting in the hard work, and there'll always be a good show. Uh He's uh, training in Brantford, where you might recall Talk and Fight 
uh, went out to live stream a show in Brantford a few months back. Uh, he trains at the Black Eyed Boxing Club and notes, uh, says his trainer, I think Ricardo's attitude is phenomenal. If he can get the right fights and if he's managed properly, he could get into the top 10 in the world. Who knows? He said, we could be looking at the next heavyweight champ of the world. So there you go. That's for all my uh, British uh, listeners who think there aren't any uh, hopefuls uh, being trained here in Canada. Yes, there are many in America coming up in the heavyweight division, as we noted, Jared Anderson being our top pick. Uh, but also here in Canada, we've got a few as well who might surprise you. Right, let's move on to the middleweight division. WBO middleweight champ, uh, Janabek Kanaluli, sorry. 14 and 0, nine knockouts, an IBF middleweight champ, Vincenzo Gatari, he's 21 and 0, uh, one draw, seven knockouts, will meet in a world title unification on ESPN. Uh, the bout will take place on October 14th in Rosenberg, Texas. The bout will unify half the 160-pound division with Jermal Charlo holding the WBC belt and Irislandi Lara holding the WBA strap. So uh, stay tuned to see what happens down in Texas. Ah, now, on to Philadelphia. For many uh, fight fans out there, John Boots Ennis is the hottest, most talented, and exciting young welterweight out there today. Indeed, so far in his 31-0 pro career, the man from Philly has shown a whole lot of good stuff we so admire in any fighter. Speed, power, ring IQ, chin, desire, toughness, and of course, desire. Did I say desire? As in, Boots has a desire to fight the very best. That leads us to the current 147-pound king, and you might add the reigning pound-for-pound king, Terrence Crawford. Uh, this talk, uh, this talked-off fight and the idea of it between the reigning master and the young stud has got plenty of us in a lather. Uh, by the way, this is coming courtesy of, i got to say, uh, James Slater over at uh, Boxing247, Boxing247.com. Good stuff. Yet it won't happen, he says, probably. Crawford, who spoke as a guest on The Breakfast Club, said that a fight between himself and the unbeaten 26-year-old is a lose-lose proposition for him. Uh, now, before anyone has the temerity, well, big word in the boxing world, to hurl the D word at Bud, hear him out. Listen, right now in my career, a lot of people are like, boots this, boots that, boots this, you know? Fighting boots is a lose-lose situation. If I win, they can say, oh, well, he was young, he wasn't ready. Me fighting boots would be like, okay, well, you beat boots. It's not a mega fight. I'm looking for big challenges. I'm trying to go up and wait and fight Jermel Charlo. Because that's something that some, because that's something history in the in making. That's a lot at stake, you know. There's nothing really at stake with me fighting boots. Wow, there's some honesty. All right, I want to now. Uh, I started off this show with uh, a new series out of California. There is something called the Team Combat League, and they have entered their semifinals, and they're providing some thrilling victories for boxing fans. Uh, the Team Combat League semifinals brought an electrifying night of combat sports action to Thunder Studios, culminating in two thrilling victories that have set the stage for an epic showdown in Mega Brawl 1. The Atlantic, uh, sorry, the Atlanta, the Atlanta attack 
emerged victorious against Las Vegas Hustle after a dramatic overtime battle that led to two additional matches. While New York City's attitude secured their place in the Meg Ball won by overcoming DC Destroyers in a back and forth thriller that was not decided until round 18. In the first semifinal match, the Las Vegas Hustle and the Atlanta Attack collided in an epic clash. Uh, uh, said Ahmed Sheikh, CEO of Team Combat League, he said the semifinal match between Las Vegas and Atlanta was a testament to the heart and tenacity of our fighters. Okay. We congratulate the Atlanta Attack of displayed remarkable resilience and skill all year long and deserving finalists. In the se se second semifinal, of the night, uh, as I said, New York City Attitude squared off against uh, DC Destroyers. The matchup included a stunning knockout victory uh, by Conja Nathan of New York City Attitude uh, over uh, Hazim Rahman Jr., granting New York City the ultimate margin of victory courtesy of a 10-7 round. DC actually won more individual rounds in New York City, but was done in by additional points awarded to New York City for knockdowns and stoppages. Uh, the score was tied heading into the final round of the night, at which point Ralph Clemente and Nasheed Smith engaged in an epic battle for the ages. Clemente knocked down Smith and then was nearly knocked out himself. Clemente hung on, however, securing New York City Attitude place in Mega Ball One history in the making. The stage is now set for NYC Attitude versus Atlanta Attack in Mega Brawl One history in the making. So you're really going to have to Google uh, Team Combat League and get more information as to how they've set up their, their scoring system and uh, winners versus losers, as they say. But it looks pretty good uh, for boxing, setting up a league like that, competitive city versus city. Something, by the way, that we have talked about quite often on Talk and Fight. Something else we've talked about quite often on Talk and Fight is Connor Ben. This troubled young man uh, was suspended over in the UK for taking, uh, now I forget the name of that drug, uh, that is used as a fertility drug in women, but he uses it, I guess, to, uh, well, he says he doesn't use it. So let's see what's happening. Uh, so Connor Ben is facing an appeal against the decision to lift his suspension from boxing. You might recall the other day he was motoring on about uh, who he's gonna be fighting next. But anyway, Ben failed two drug tests ahead of his mooted fight with uh, Chris Eubank Jr. that was canceled last year. At the end of last month, the Independent National Anti-Doping Panel over in the UK issued a ruling that lifted his suspension from boxing, which pleased Ben to no end. But the British Boxing Board of Control and the UK Anti-Doping, that's UCAD, have lodged an appeal against that decision. In a statement, the board said the British Boxing Board of Control Limited can confirm that it has filed an appeal in respect of the decision of the Independent National Anti-Doping Panel in anti-doping proceedings brought by UCAD against Mr. Ben. The BBBFC has an independent right to appeal the decision and as the governing body for professional boxing in the United Kingdom and having due regard to its role and responsibilities has elected to do so. The BBBOC can also confirm that UCAD has also appealed. The said appeal shall be dealt with in accordance with the relevant rules in accordance with those the BBOC is unable to comment further at this time. 
So good luck to Connor, Ben, and the other uh, matchroom boxers that we mentioned yesterday on yesterday's episode. Um, that's it for today. Thanks very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. and then 7 p.m. for the Friday night panel featuring Tim Witherspoon and uh, several other guests that we always invite, uh, including uh, many of our own uh, Talking Fight panelists. So we'll see you at 4 and then 7 here on Talk and Fight.